0: Welcome to the weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's private bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead.
1: Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening in to our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. I'm Melissa Van Andrat, Communications Manager for the private bank. Today is Friday, the 22nd of September, and I have the pleasure to interview Sineb Osturk, our Chief Investment Officer for EMEA. Senap it looks like you had a busy week not only from uh, an economic perspective but you've also been doing roadshows shows in Italy right how are you
2: hi thank you melissa yes um it has been a, a quite an active week last week while we were uh, moving around north central part of italy um it was really it was really good uh, slightly tiring physically but it was extremely fruitful seeing all the clients and investors in um, business entrepreneurs so I think it was it was a great trip
1: I can imagine I think you returned back from from Italy to London just in time for the Bank of England decision didn't you and uh, they decided against popular expectation not to raise rates what's your take on that and uh, what were the market reactions telling you
2: um yes um so until uh, wednesday uh, this week or, or the um the twentieth of september um most of the bank uh, bankers or economists broadly were expecting Bank of England to go with another hike of twenty five basis points. Um, and the main reason for that was the core inflation was being still elevated and most also the on inflation being around 7%, which is uh, higher than the, uh, the previous uh, print. Therefore, uh, the k- kind of consensus was that Bank of England will most probably be forced to make another increase now and then most probably they'll pause uh, until the end of the year. But what happened on on Wednesday when the UK inflation data came, it was on the uh, surprise but the the downside. So it was a positive surprise to see that actually core inflation and headline inflation uh, are coming down even though it isn't a major drop, but it is still a downward sentiment. Um, So this kind of cheered the, um, uh, I suppose, the dovish uh, view holders broadly. And um, within the Bank of England Committee, uh, Monetary Policy uh, Committee, um, they voted uh, five against four to keep the rates uh, as it is. So Bank of England effectively didn't raise rates this time. Um, and leading towards that decision, actually, we saw cable really um, had a quite a big uh, sell-off, and since then, it is still holding up relatively weak.
1: Now, staying with central banks for a moment, uh, the Fed also kept rates at the same levels, which I guess wasn't surprising. However, Powell mentioned that they will have to do more in terms of uh, also monitoring policy to get back to the 2%. Two things here. First of all, how do you assess the likelihood of a soft landing scenario? And secondly, do you anticipate another Fed hike this year?
2: Um, This is a great question because uh, Fed is the key central bank that uh, everyone is very closely observing. It has a significant impact across the global economy. Um, And our view was already that Fed is not going to hike on this time. And it was very much in line with our, in a way, expectation, the way that Pavel um, gave his speech um, by starting his conversation saying that we have achieved a lot in in a short time period the, a, around that line, and um, so of course Fed had increased rates significantly over the course of year and a half, and they now reach to a point where inflation is kind of getting back into a little bit more control, even though it isn't exactly where they would like it to be. So um, the a uh, conversation or the meeting minutes um, doesn't necessarily reflect that this is a dovish uh, position. And, and Paul was very careful in his messaging as well. But what at the end, to, where we are now, they, they pose the rate hikes. And in their uh, economic projections, they have um, increased the GDP expectation for 2023, which is important also to see. Um, and then on top, uh, after those slightly positive uh, points, um, Paul's message was still on a little bit of a cautious side. So you cannot completely relax by saying that it's it's, it's a done deal, no more hikes and potential cuts going, going forward. It's more mm-hmm. around um, no more hikes we, uh, for this year um, is what we expect as a base case. Until uh, unless something um, completely dramatic happens in terms of the uh, inflation data going forward, but um, having the labor market also easing a little bit—not not, not exactly—I um, would say a major ease, but still slight slight ease um, helps Fed to hold on to holding the uh, rate hikes. But it will be an outcome of uh, the year end um, and how are we going to close the year in terms of the core inflation data will then start to define the 2024 actions for the Fed. Yeah, I'm curious to
1: see how this plays out. Anything to add on the other central bank decisions that took place this week?
2: So, yes, there were quite a number of uh, central banks um came this year. It was really busy, but I think a couple of the um, key remarkable ones to mention is on the twenty second of september um Bank of Japan came um with holding the rates as as they are um and the market was kind of in split views whether they might actually take some action but um Weda in the end decided not to make any changes um, in their policy rate. And since then, we have seen um, a big major depreciation of the yen, yen in, since the morning on, on Friday. Um, and go, what, what other uh, key ones to mention is uh, Swiss National Bank was a little bit off on the surprise when they decided to post. Um but This also had an impact on the currency. And an interesting one in a way is um, from an emerging market point of view, Turkey Central Bank um, decided to hike by another 500 basis points. So that was um, quite a big jump now the rates reached at 30 percent um but if you look into the currency what you would normally expect for some uh, some balance of the rates currency should um come down in a way and start to appreciate but it wasn't the case for um turkish lira so my point is, um, all the central bank actions and their reflection on FX market is not going in the in the direction that you, what you would normally expect from a, a pure textbook point of view. I think fundamental growth concerns are playing out quite strongly now on FX market as well. Got it. Zineb, one last question with everything
1: that we heard from you today and also looking ahead, what's your advice for investors? How should they position themselves?
2: Um, that's, a, that's a great question again, Melissa. Um, actually, what we are going to have next week is our experts in-house call and we will talk extensively about uh, our views, uh, our forecasts and how we are seeing the world um, for the next 12 months period. So, um, I think it would be a great opportunity for our investors to dial into that and listen to it. It's on the on the Tuesday. Um, but if I kind of give a a, a sneak peek of that is um, effectively with the concerns of growth broadly and higher inflation and elevated um rates, we are still going into the camp of um building more income generating assets and trying to um, get more positions. Where you have a good quality investment grade names as well as a, a kind of a bond like return generating high dividend generating stocks um, across the the globe being more selective um, not only from a sector but also from region point of view um, so this is the kind of the sneak peek i would I would give for uh, just ahead of the call next week. great. Thanks for these
1: insights, Zainab, as usual. It was uh, lovely speaking to you. And dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Have a great week and bye for now.
0: In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker, dealer and registered investment advisor, which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSC and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.